favorite radio program. The Tony Bruno Show. The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. Tony Bruno Show with Harry May. Parental discretion is advised. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Oh, and we begin a new week, a new day, almost the end of another month with this breaking news, Harry Mays. Yes, Antonio uh, Brown, let's go to our NFL desk and your correspondent, the man who watches the NFL waiver wire better than anybody, including Adam Schefter, our own Harry Mays. Yes, Tony, you know I've been a, a staunch follower of Antonio Brown's Twitter feed at AB84. And 38 minutes ago, AB tweets, at this point, the risk is greater than the reward. Thank you, everyone who's been a part of this journey. I sincerely thank you for everything. Life goes on, 84. Which prompted Field Yates to tweet a few minutes after. <laughs> Antonio Brown announces he's retiring from the NFL for the first time since he announced he was retiring from the NFL on September 22nd, 2019. Exactly. And he includes those tweets. Tom Pelissero, for at least the third time since last <laughs> September, free agent wideout Antonio Brown announces on Twitter he's done with the NFL. There you have it. So if you're scoring at home, and if you are, congratulations. It's really been hot, and you've got to stay inside and right. stay cool. Keep the AC on when Keep you're scoring. Crack the AC all the way up, baby, because it's hot as hell all over this country, it appears. A.B., until somebody pulls a hammy. There he is again. And for that reason alone, I'm a- So there you have it. All the different uh, retirements in the last. This may be a new record because, you yeah. know, Brett Favre retired a lot and kept coming back, right? Yep. Boxers retire a lot and they keep coming back. This could be a single calendar year record for the number of retirements by one athlete in the history of sports, Harry. Yeah, I mean, how about that? How many, how many last <laughs> tours did the Who do? <laughs> you know, they were going to do another one this summer. I know. They have to postpone this year's final Who tour until next year. <laughs> They've been doing it since the mid '90s, I think. I yeah. enjoy uh, people that have the Kiss shirts from 2000 saying like the farewell tour. Farewell exactly. tour. Yeah. yeah. Twenty years later, yeah. they're still in the midst of it. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen though has says he will never ever finish touring because what would John Clark have to do? That's true. When he came to Philadelphia, <laughs> our good buddy John Clark. So we got that. There's other breaking news right now, ladies and gentlemen. Trader Joe's is now racist. Trader no. Joe's is racist. The Trader oh, Joe man. just died not that long ago. Even in death, Trader Joe now is going to remove racist branding and packaging from some of its international food items, Robin. Hmm. Taco shells. Trader Joe's taco shells are racist. <laughs> now, don't ask me to explain. I'm just your uh, You're the reporter. Media. I'm just a reporter, just a front man. Just think right. of me as the pretty guy on a TV box with great hair and great teeth who's giving you this kind of breaking news, Harry. Well, we can't think of you like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard that's, that's a hard really visual. hard visual. <laughs> I mean, throw up one of those pictures of you in the 70s <laughs> maybe or something. That. Yeah, maybe I can do can it. Can we just use our good buddy Dan Lust's photo as mine and pretend that's me? Hey, that's up to you, man. 
And uh, you and Dan, you got to work a deal out. Exactly right. But, but I am we, getting a haircut this week. No, this no, is heartbreaking. Yes. heartbreaking news. In the first three hours, three minutes of the show, we have broken three major stories. Who else is going to do that? My Seriously. first haircut in five months, almost to the day, will occur Thursday morning at 8.30. Will this be live on Twitch, by uh, no, the way, at twitch.tv <laughs> slash Tony Bruno Show? Will it be with A-Time? Will he be there? No, he's not there. Are you sure? He'll be playing golf somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is this in a hair salon or at home? In a salon. What happens if Governor Wolf all of a sudden ups and says over the next couple of days, no more barbershops? Gyms are supposed to be opening Mm. up today. Oh, really? That's what I heard. Okay. That's all to be determined, though. At any moment, Harry... Everything could be shut down again. Well, if that gets shut down, then she'll be coming to my house. Although I am a little disappointed because you were going to go for the mullet. Well, I am. I'm going to let that grow. Oh, you are. Oh, oh, yeah. You're going to get the party. What is it called? The what in the front? Business in the front. Business in the front. Party party in the the back. back. Yeah, I'm not going to go straight like, you know, John Daly. How about, no, how about the greatest mullet of all time? What, uh, Yarmir Yagers back in the day? No, 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 I'm not talking sports. Uh, His daughter is like a big star. The achy, oh. breaky, oh. hard B- Billy Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah. That was the great mullet. That's good. the best mullet of the 80s. Is yeah. there any doubt about that? Yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus singing That's... achy, breaky, hard? That was pretty fast. He's, he's, uh, he's on the mullet Mount Rushmore. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mount, no, Mount, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Mount. No, we'll have to do that on Thursday. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Thursday. Yeah, Doesn't Mike Gundy still rock a oh, mullet yeah. for Oklahoma State? Oh, absolutely. Don't wear an OAN shirt. No, no. You get shot for that. Right. You could put in prison for that. Meanwhile, we got a lot of stuff today, Harry Mays. Miss Robin is here. That guy... The couch guy wearing the same shirt he was wearing last week, and now people, of course, on the Twitch stream will point that out. Oh, yeah, I They're know. They're very, very they, – they, keep, they, they keep track of our laundry. I know. <laughs> exactly. I wish they would do it, our laundry. Right, exactly. <laughs> By the way, to all the Twitch followers at twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show, what color underwear am I wearing today? That could be uh, – put it up on the poll. What color underwear – Am I wearing today to start a new week, Harry? Are you wearing underwear? I so I guess that answers that question yeah. as yes. See, I, I, see, you just gave it away, Harry. Oh. The answer is I'm not wearing any oh. underwear. I'm about to go to Portland and Seattle and sit spread eagle in the middle of a street naked because, you know, I like to get naked and then get the New York, the L.A. Times to call it a iconic photo mm. of Tony Bruno sitting that naked took, in the middle of a street. That took some major cojones, though, to do no, what she did. No, it was a did. chick. Yeah, I mean, cojones. I'm telling you, that, I mean. I would do that. I, I, if I was going to get a write-up on the front page of the L.A. Times, which I already did, as you can see here. Yeah, I see I've that. I've been written up before in major publications right. like, back in the day. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying that it's one thing to get naked and it's a, as a woman, and it's another thing to sit spread-eagled in front of God knows who. But they didn't, have the, the fr- they didn't have the shot, the shot from the front. They only showed the back. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sure there are people that got the shot from the front. No, the only people in front down. of her were the cops. Standing no, she was standing first, but then she sat down oh. and all the media. For an iconic sudden, photograph. Oh. She's going to be on the cover of, uh, of National Geographic oh. one day. She's going to get a Nobel Peace Prize. Wow. Jesus, she's a stone chick who got naked in the middle of a street. That oh, happens every right. day in America. Yeah. Please, for God's sake. Have you please. been to Portland or Seattle lately? No. Have you been to Venice Beach? I can Naked guar- chicks are sitting spread-eagled everywhere. Mm. I can guarantee you that it's going to come out that she's some model somewhere. Really? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. She'll get a statue made Absolutely. in her. Yeah. Sitting bull. No, I thought we already got rid of that one. Anyway, let's get it back to sports here, Harry. Because we got a lot of football to talk. Football is the big story today. 
the NFL players over the weekend, while you were out there playing golf and watching the guy I told you would win the memorial, John Rahm, get it done, and while the golf experts on the show, like Couch Guy and Harry Mays, were touting all these other dudes, while Couch Guy was touting Tiger Woods making the cut as his big, big breaking news story. Tone. Yeah, I and I, I want to know who forced that Tell because you it was plus two and then all of a <laughs> sudden miraculously <laughs> by the time i got home it was plus three tiger and brooksy were at plus three yeah what a kick him a bone exactly. you know, like, get these guys back in Boom. here anyway but enough about golf we'll get more golf later when howie tell Terry goes hole by hole <laughs> on what he did this weekend at his particular track and he did not rip up the greens as soon as he was done no. playing 27 holes yesterday no. in the scorching heat. That's a real man. 27 on Saturday, 18 yesterday. And it was like 100 degrees. But it was in the day. heat of the day, like 2 in the afternoon. That's a man yeah. right there. Yeah. That is a man. I'm a man. Exactly. Exactly. For somebody right. who doesn't like doing pretty much anything, it's amazing that you don't mind the heat at all. That you really, like, you... It's not the heat, Robin. It's the stupidity that gets you all the time. <laughs> yes. I love the heat, too. I love going out in the heat. It doesn't bother me. I was out there with the shirt off yesterday picking tomatoes in the backyard yeah. down on the lower 40 feet that I have in my backyard. Were not you the wearing lower pants? Floor. I was wearing you pants, are, yeah, but right. I took the shirt off, so I want to get a little color before the summer. Right. I don't want to be called the too white. The summer's half over. What right? are you talking Listen, about? It's a hot, you know, you got to be careful out there, Harry. That sun's strong, man. But Saturday, we were celebrating Mama Bruno's 96th birthday. I saw birthday. the picture. Yes. Yeah. And as I said, again, everything I say that's going to happen on the show happens. I said on Friday that my big plans for the weekend were to go to my sister's house up in Delco, Delaware County, mm -hmm. and get my mother, white girl, wasted on her 96th birthday. And did I deliver? I brought her a bottle of nice pink Moscato. She's not doing that white Zin crap anymore. I saw Silk Bra questioning Silk you Bra on, was questioning my mom drinking red Zin, white Zinfandel. Yeah. No, my mom knows wine. White Zinfandel is not really wine. No. Pink Moscato now. It was in 85. Oh, yes, it was. 1985, I, I used I to buy a lot of white Zinfandel oh, for I know. a it certain still someone. Is. It yeah. still is. And, you know, <laughs> people who just don't understand. Yeah. And then I had those little uh, glow sticks. I had a pack of those glow sticks. You know, mm -hmm. the ones you break and sure. then they, they become light. So Robin made a crown for my mom because she is the queen. <laughs> and there I am drinking a very nice, uh, what was that, a Zinfandel? What were you drinking? We were drinking Red Zin. Okay, you were drinking Yeah, I was drinking Red yeah, Zin, yeah, okay. and then my mom drinking the pink Moscato. And we took a picture, and there it is. It's now my avatar. Yes, I was wearing the same shirt, but I washed it. At nice. 96, even if we don't consider pink Moscato a wine that mm -hmm. we would drink, you give somebody at 96 anything. Yeah, you're going to tell well, yeah. my mom what she's supposed <laughs> to be drinking? No. She I likes pink Moscato. She likes the sweet stuff. She's older. She's a sweet lady. She like, uh, what's the... What's the uh, the German white wine. Oh, the Gewürztraminer? Gewürztraminer. Like Riesling or something? Yeah, well, Riesling. Riesling. There's a brand, and then there's Liebfraumilch, which is another sweet wine. Oh, so and we used to call yeah. it Gewürztraminer. Oh. And then there's Gewürztraminer, all exactly. three. Yeah, Riesling's the least amount of sweetness oh, out of okay. the three. Exactly. Wow. Just in case you wanted to know. <laughs> that was way too much. So that was the highlight of the weekend for me. And then I'm watching. I watched baseball last night. Our exhibition. They're calling it. What are they calling this Is thing? Is it now? summer training? Summer camp. Oh, okay. Summer camp. Well, yeah, you can't call it spring training. No, it's summer camp, and it was pretty interesting. Nobody in the stands. They were playing the sound effects, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you what. People are complaining about it. I like the I like the sound and the. For example, you watch MLS. I was watching yeah. some European soccer. It sounds good. Yeah. It sounds good with the fake crowd noise. I it doesn't agree. sound fake. I don't. I don't miss the crowd, to be honest with you. No, because like, you're watching it at home. Yeah. And so we've got to get to the football. You know who's going to join us this hour? 
a man who played in this league a long time. Great analyst, and he's got a dominant morning show in Denver radio. He's got some Super Bowl rings. Yes, he does. Yeah. Mark Schlereth. No, we're not going to talk about uh, barbecue sauce for 25 minutes. You Maybe go, two segments of barbecue sauce, not just one today. You go Schlereth rather than Schlereth? I go Schlereth. I go Stink. You, know, you go Stink because Greeny called him Stink No, because all the I time. know him. Okay. I know him, too. You think Greeny's the first guy that ever no, talked to Mark No, I'm just Schlereth? saying, like, that's why I would never do it. I really don't call him Stink. Yeah. But anyway, he's going to join us because I want to know what's going on. The players, all, all I noticed, I was all, all top of this. Drew Brees was the first guy to tweet out about let us play. I saw Wentz's and tweet. And then Carson yeah. Wentz tweets, and then it was almost the identical tweet. So I'm thinking, okay, there's like this is like watching political uh, cable news. They all get the talking points, right, right. and they're all saying the same thing. So right. they're saying something's up here. And it goes back to Friday when our own John McMullen was on this show and was talking about the conference call with the two NFL Player Association bros telling the media, hey, man, I don't know if our guys are going to show up if they don't get their act together. So Mark Schlereth will get his opinion on Hashtag this. Hashtag we want to play. We want to yeah. play. Hey, I want to play all the time, baby. Mm. Actually, I don't want to work. I just want to bang on the drum all day, Harry. But we're here because we're essential. Mark Schlereth is going to join us. Howard Eskin. Yes. Finally doing something productive with his life. He's growing a big beard. Yeah, he looks like, a, he looks like he's going to a broke back mountain <laughs> when you look at him. <laughs> Looks like Santa Claus. Yes, he does. I was thinking more. Um, what was the the Adams? Uh, the, 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 Grizzly Adams. The Grizzly Adams. I'm mm. thinking more Grizzly Adams. What was the dude's name who played uh, Grizzly Adams? Oh, ah. Uh, we'll have the answer. Was that, that in that 70s TV series? Yeah, I think it was early 80s. Was it 80s? Yeah. Yeah, I forget. And don't forget, don't Father Murphy was Merlin Olson. You right. remember that? Yeah. Show? But we'll tell you the answer to that and everything else. We're just getting started. A full show. Lots of fun. Lots of stuff to talk about, too. So don't go anywhere. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, the entire crowd right here on Sirius XM 211. Twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show if you want to watch, too. And I know you like to watch. So do I. The Tony Bruno Show. You think LeBron, if he wins a title on October 12th, is going to be ready to go back to training camp less than a month later? No. And then start the season on December 1st? Hell no. No. Hey, LeBron, you just won another championship. What are you going to do? I ain't doing nothing. I got to be back at work in three weeks. Right. I can't even go to Disney World. I've been here since frickin' July. (laughs) (laughs) Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio. Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com.
There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Back here on Monday, a new week, and football, Harry, once again, is king. Because today, the owners have been forced into an emergency meeting by the players over the weekend. Yeah, isn't that amazing? On the week that baseball is going to come back on Thursday night, football steals the show right from the start of the week. Exactly. Now, everybody's excited about any sport coming yeah, back. And baseball's playing these summer games. We go to a man. We were going to talk to him about the NFL and how players are reacting. But I think today is a good day to talk about chili. Because I'm understanding that the stinking good green chili may be the best chili in the country right now. And so we bring in our chili expert, <laughs> the great Mark Schlereth, or Schlereth, depending on how you call I call him Stink. You know why it's Stink, Harry? Because his podcast is a stinking truth podcast. Exactly. And he is Mark Schlereth, or Schlereth. I call him Schlereth because I know him a little bit. Mark, how are you, buddy? Tony, man, always good to be on with you. I appreciate the props. I uh, appreciate the shout-outs. Now, of course, that the most important news recently, his show in Denver on the mornings mm -hmm. on 104.3 The Fan with Mike Evans, Dominant, number one sports show, maybe show of any kind in the mornings in Denver, Colorado, Harry. So we got to give him a royal That's round awesome. of for that. And yet he still comes on this show yeah. on Sirius XM 211. 
Now, are you doing that show in the studio, or do you do that on a Zoom, too? We do it in studio. I mean, we uh, we have enough studios, so we separate. So everybody's in a different studio. You know, the technical producer is one. The producer is in another. Uh... Uh-oh. Is he using his phone to do Uh-oh. this? Uh-oh. We lost him. we got to get him back, though. Yep. That's, that's Mark Schlereth, and uh, he'll get back to us in a moment here. 104.3 The Fan. The Fan. Denver's Sports Talk Splotorch. Now, that's not the same station that uh, your buddy from the Denver Nuggets was on, too, right? I don't the, believe so. We had him on a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I don't think he's on that same okay. station. You know, every station, all these cities have like four or five sports stations now, Harry. Mm-hmm. And so you're talking about the former Denver Nugget great yes. who worked with Dan Issel every once in a while. Correct. Yes. No, that's not the same station. It's like Philly. How many sports stations are there in this town? Like, Phoenix has, like, five sports stations. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I guess there's a lot of frequencies and <laughs> airtime to fill. Yes. Not enough religious programming available to fill up all those channels. All Houston right. has a bunch, too. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Stink. Now, are you on your phone or are you using a computer? You're sideways again. Now, I have to turn sideways to watch it. Okay. Uh, all right. right. I, turn this I way. apologize. I was on, I'm on my phone, and um, I don't know what the hell I'm – you know what? Somebody called me, Tony. <laughs> And I forgot to put it on airplane mode. Damn, man. But I'm back. I am back. You see if I order a case of the stinking green chilies now, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to order them now. I don't blame you either. So, But I put it back on airplane mode, so that shouldn't happen again. Somebody called. Of course, it was spam. You know, it's an election time, right? Exactly. So all you get is all these damn spam calls from you know, people across the country. Anyhow, so I apologize for that. That's all right. I always get them from my, my car warranty is up, and my car warranty has been up for three years, so I know right away they're full of crap. <laughs> all right, Mark, now the players are spoken out. Uh, you know, I was like, I knew it was some sort of a planned thing because I saw Drew Brees and I saw Carson Wentz, and then it was absolutely Russell the floodgates, Wilson. Russell Wilson. And I understand Brian Jones, the former Cowboy now in Miami, was the guy who came up with this idea. I don't have a problem with the players speaking up. But they had to force the owners, Mark, into having an emergency meeting on a Monday because they're worried about playing. And listen, everybody worries about safety right now. But do you think that what's happening, I'm getting the sense with all the fans who are now tired of the baseball negotiations, tired of all these other sports, are they going to play, are they not going to play, and we get safety again. But now the players, as, as they get ready to go back to training camp, are speaking out. Where do you stand on this? I know you have to support the players because they are the product, but you think the fans are getting a little tired of all of this stuff going on when they can't get tested and they don't, They have to go to work if they work in the supermarket or drive a truck and all these other essential people, and now they're hearing athletes complaining every day? Sure. I'm sure there's part of that, and, and I understand kind of both aspects of it. You know, the one thing about baseball, and I always said this about baseball during their negotiation is at least they're honest about it. They're fighting over money, and they're fighting publicly over money. And, you know, they can talk about safety, but it was really the fight over money. And and at least they're honest about it, right? They, I mean, they came out, and, and they went head-to-head. And, you know, the NFL really, they fight about, or, or they're talking about player safety, but really what this is about is players don't want to play it in the preseason games. They don't get paid to play in preseason games, right? So there's the safety aspect of that. The other thing is, from an ownership standpoint, is why would I want to accept, like as a player, I'm going to accept the majority, the lion's share of of um, the risk factor, right? I'm going out, I'm playing a sport, it's a contact sport, I get hurt, there's concussion issues, there's 
injury issues. And on top of that, now we're dealing with COVID issues as well. So I'm the one taking the lion's share of, of that risk. But you want now to put some of the financial responsibility on me as well as a player. Can we put something in escrow? Can we eliminate $40 million per team of the cap? So the players are sitting there going, wait a minute, right? You can't ask me to take all the risk and then also bail you out on the financial side as ownership. So that's where the players come in to contact, where the owners always have the upper hand, Tony, and you know this, 60% of the guys are on minimum wage contracts. So you notice who all came out and said, you know, it's all about safety and what are we going to do? It's all guys that could afford for the, the, the league not to play this year. Yep. You don't hear the guys that are rank and file saying, hey, I'm worried about safety. No, they're worried about gaining a paycheck. And that's the majority of guys. The career still lasts 3.4 years, so I want a paycheck. I'm coming, come hell or high water, I'm coming into camp, and I'm going to play because I need the money. And so that's, you know, that's where they're playing right now, or that's where they're, you know, they're, they're button heads right now. But, you know, the NFL already came out and said, hey, we'll limit it instead of two preseason games from four. Now we're talking about one preseason game. We'll see exactly where they end up. But, um, you know, this is about money. It's like the NBA coming out and saying the bubble, and we got to figure this thing out, and then saying, hey, we're going to pay eight regular season games to satisfy our RSN contracts, right? I mean, that's, that's really what that is about. That's about money as well. Hey, Mark, uh, from a virus standpoint, and, uh, you know, since this isn't a sport that can be played in a bubble, what do you think is the biggest challenge to get the season going and to keep it going through its, you know, through the end? Obviously, it's bigger numbers. It's a contact sport, so you're, you know, face-to-face with guys on a consistent basis. Um, and you've got a lot of people within a locker room. So, you know, having your social distancing is going to be hard. Obviously, what are you going to do? Is everybody going to be in a mask inside the locker room? Uh, the, the amount of testing and things that are going to have to happen. Um, so all those things are challenges, and I think all of those things have been discussed. Um, I don't know that, that they've been released. I think they've all been discussed, and I think the NFL has a plan. Um, it's just one of those situations where we're not going to release our plan and open it to scrutiny because our plan is fluid. And so we'll see exactly kind of how that goes. But I really believe, like, baseball's been going on for a couple of weeks now. You know, Araldus Chapman tested positive for coronavirus. They quarantined him. The rest of the team didn't have, you know, this mass infection or anything. So I think there's, I think there's a lot of people that feel pretty comfortable or pretty confident that the season is going to go off. And there will be some hiccups along the way. But but they want to leave some wiggle room to make sure that they can deal with those things as these motions are fluid throughout the NFL season. No, you're right. Mark Slareth joining us. And uh, the thing is, football, of all the sports, is the only sport that really hasn't had anything stopped. I mean, the Super Bowl happened in Miami. The draft took place virtually. And so their entire process, even though there were some bumps, the free agency worked. So they really haven't missed a beat as far as conducting business from the end of the Super Bowl back in early February right on through now. Here we are in the summer where training camps are opening. So I guess that's why some people are a little irked right now as far as the fans are concerned. You know, people always say, I'm not going to go to a game now. These guys are complaining about going back to work when people are working every day. And so that's the part that that's a little bit sticky to me is – we understand the players want to be safe. They are the product. But we also understand that you had a league that basically was fortunate to go through this entire year without having to shut anything down. Question about that. And that's one of the things that 
irritates the players is, hey, we're going to put ourselves at a health risk and we want to play, but don't also ask us to mitigate your losses at the same time. Now, I know the rest of the world has done that, right? I mean, there's a lot of businesses that have um, stopped paying bonuses and, you know, and, and asked uh, employees to take reductions in salary because of the lack of business going on in this country. So I understand that. Um, but the product is still the players. You know, nobody comes nobody comes to an NFL game to see an owner sit around his ass off. That's that's not why they come. They come to watch the players. Nobody comes to watch the coach call plays. They come to watch the players. And so you, you've got to come to an agreement um, at some point. I believe they'll get this done. Um, you know, they're having the emergency meeting, but I believe they'll get this done and the players will be back at camp. And, hey, there's going to be guys that will test positive. But I think in the in the long run, I think this thing will go off and they'll find a way to play games and they'll find a way to start this season. I don't know that it's going to be on time. I My gut says, you know, we're going to have to wait and see. But I feel like right now that's the plan. And the NFL feels pretty confident about kicking this thing off in September. Do you think this would have played out similar, uh, similarly when you played back in your day where I think that uh, the players by and large had a sort of a different mindset than they do now? I think that the players, I mean, number one, we weren't making that kind of money. So, you know, everybody needed to come to camp. Um, you know, I remember after my rookie year, I started halfway through my the season of my rookie year, and I needed to come back to camp to get those $750 camp checks, right? I mean, I was like, shoot, I'm about out of money. I bought a house, and, you know, I've got a mortgage, and I've got a wife and two kids, and I need some, I need some you know, funds. <laughs> so, you know, it's different, obviously – today with the money than it was back then but um yeah, yeah there's a bit of, of a different mindset as well of what you were willing to do and and obviously as the science has increased and and you know we understand a little bit more about head trauma and all those things it's a little bit different now than it was then but um most players want to play that's what they want to do that's that you like you you have been blessed you've been touched by the hand of god to be able to play this game and uh, most guys it is kind of the lifeblood the courses through their veins so most guys want to show up. Most guys want to play. Mark Slareth, of course, one of the big stories, Mark. You played in Denver with the rings and in Washington as well. And that whole Washington thing coming apart. And it looks like Dan, Dan Snyder's going to escape the, <clears throat> the efforts to push him out because it's all on his underlings now. And so he has survived that. You played there. You know what's going on in Washington. You know you obviously work with Fox Sports, so you're around the league all the time. You think there's any way they're going to force Dan Snyder out after what happened last week? Because it certainly looks like that's what they wanted. Not just the name change, which they've wanted for decades, but now to get this guy out as an owner. I don't know. Unless they can link him to knowledge of the sexual harassment and, and you know, involvement in sexual harassment, I don't think they'll be able to push him out like they did in Carolina with Jerry Richardson. So, um you know, I mean, obviously, they've got a lot of things to do to rectify that organization. And I was texting with Ron Rivera just last week. You know, Ron is a, a is a former player, is a, a man of great integrity. So he's they have the right person in place to clean that up. By the way, he had mentioned that, you know, his daughter is going to be working with the Washington Redskins. So uh, he has, you know, he has. Um, a lot of internal motivation to make sure that they clean that up. So he's the right man for that job. But I do think Daniel Snyder, unless they can link him directly to the sexual harassment stuff that was going on, uh, I do think he escapes uh, 
yeah, not punitive damages, but having to sell his football team. What's your take on uh, the Dak Prescott situation? Obviously, he's going to play this year uh, under the franchise tag. Do you think that uh, Dallas really does intend on getting a deal done at some point in time with their quarterback? I can't. I mean, I like the thing that drove me crazy about the whole Dak Prescott situation was, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, they kept releasing the contract terms. One thing I know about players and agents they don't release a contract term unless they're going to sign it, right? They don't say, hey, look, we got this money, but we're not going to sign it because it's not enough money. They don't do that. Teams do that to put pressure on the player publicly Mm -hmm. to sign a contract that's less than his quote-unquote value. And the thing that drives me crazy about organizations is they all claim salary cap victim. You know, hey, man, we're a victim of the salary cap. The salary cap can totally be manipulated. You can play anybody or pay anybody that you want to pay. That's the way the salary cap works. You can always find money. You can manipulate the cap. You can redo other people's contracts. Just look at Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, with Chris Jones. If your intent is to get it done, you'll find a way to get it done. And the other thing that drives me crazy about organizations is you can't be afraid to set the market. Because the market is constantly evolving, constantly changing, and always going up. And so, you know, if you'd have come to Dak Prescott and said it a, a year ago and said it at $28 million, you probably would have signed it. Now he's going to be upwards of, what, $35, $40 million that you don't want to pay him. If you did just said it early, you'd have been okay. But you decided to play this game with Dak Prescott. You tried to smear him a bit in the open market by releasing the contract that wasn't going to get signed to kind of guilt him into it. Like, that's a bad way to play. You know, everybody talked about Jimmy Garoppolo when he signed a $27 million deal. And we're like, oh, my God, how can you play Jimmy Garoppolo that he's only played, you know, he's coming off an ACL and he's only played, you know, 13 games in his career. Guess what? He looks like a bargain basement quarterback right now at $27 million a year, doesn't he? (laughs) Don't be afraid to set the market. Mark Slareth getting it done. So what's the number now of, sauces that are available on all your great product up there with the stinking well not just the stinking truth podcast which you can get on any app that you have that has a podcast but what the barbecue stuff Uh, a green chili sauce that we have a a medium pork a hot pork a vegetarian a medium chicken a hot chicken and we have a queso dip so we have six different products here in the uh, local denver we do ship but in the local denver we're in New Mexico. We are also in Arizona and and all of Colorado. So uh, those things are those things have done done well over the last twelve years. And uh, and Tony, you you're a guy that has a ton of money. So if you'd like to uh, buy my company, mm-hmm. uh, let me know. I'll give it to you this song and a dance, my friend. Now you can get it at Costco too. I see, and then King's uh, King Supers out there, right? King Supers and all the Costcos, all the Costcos in Arizona, in New Mexico, in Colorado as well. Yeah. So but the easiest way to get it is just to go to stinkinggood.com. Stinking good, right. No, just stinkinggood.com. You can do that as well. Now, what about keto? Do you have anything for keto? <laughs> well, actually, I think I think our, our chili actually fits in the keto. We are gluten free. Um, you know, we are very low calorie, gluten free, high protein. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty much the perfect food. So, and it and it ramps up. It's supposed to ramp up your calorie burning, right? Because it's hot and spicy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how are you going to go wrong with that? I can't. It's too hot for no. Alaska, though, where you where you were from originally. Now, can they sell it in Alaska without 
hurting people? They can sell in Alaska. I mean, it's, it's just a pain in the ass to get it up there. So. Yeah. Well, Mark, last thing, and of course, we live in a world now, you do it every day when you do radio. Over the last four months, it's like, I don't think there's going to be sports. And then the next day, oh, it looks good. So I think we're now we're seeing baseball being played. We're seeing golf after a couple of weeks ago where they had a couple of caddies, you know, test positive. Now it seems like things have been good on the golf tour for a couple of weeks. NASCAR, the sports that are being played overseas, and even the soccer. The MLS is back. Tournament's been going well. So I'm a positive guy. I see sports returning, and I see them, obviously, these leagues have it pretty much under control. We'll see what happens in the NBA bubble, and we'll see what happens with football. But the baseball stuff is encouraging, the soccer and all the other sports that are being played, golf, as you <laughs> mentioned. Uh, this is a positive sign to me. Do you feel better, or do you go up and down on a roller coaster like the rest of us, uh, depending on what the late news of the day is concerning the virus? I don't buy into the, the news of the day, chicken little, the sky is falling. Um, because I think, there are, I think there are a lot of people that unfortunately live their lives that way. They can't wait for bad news. They just are hoping for disaster and hoping that everybody fails. Um, they almost take they almost take like a sense of pride or accomplishment when other people fail. I don't live my life that way, man. I want everybody to win. I want people to make money. I, I want the economy. Like I want to be safe and I want to do all those things, but I don't live my life rooting for other people to fail. Um, it's just not how I operate. So I have been positive through this whole thing. And the baseball thing has been really positive over the last couple of weeks to watch them play, watch them practice, watch some of these exhibition games. Um, I've been following the KBO in Korea, watching the you know Korean baseball um, organization go and, and watching those games. I've been following the, the league in Taiwan. So, you know, all these things to me are very positive signs. And um, I'm very optimistic and very in, in a very positive state that the NFL is going to go as well. And listen, I, I need to be because it's one of the you know one of the jobs I have is calling NFL games for Fox. So um, you know I'm, I I have a desire for that to happen. And I believe that's going to happen. Well, you follow Mark on Twitter at Mark Schlereth, and I got to know: Have you done any more calling out of Twitter trolls like you did a few years ago with the bench press uh, situation? Uh, you know, every now and again, I, you know, I, I uh, every now and again, I have to put some people in their place. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's just that's just fun. Um, you know, people I was catching my son the other day because my son is still, you know, he's still throwing and um, we're trying to get trying to get signed. So I'm talking to probably 20 different major league teams. and I'm talking to the Korean League and the Taiwanese League. And so he needed a throw the other day. So I'm out in the yard catching him. You know, and I do it from 80 feet. And he's still throwing the mid 90s. I saw that. And uh, it's it's absolutely frightening. <laughs> and so then I start getting people, you know, busting my hump about my uh, throwing mechanics. Going back, I go, you know, you separate your shoulder seven times, and uh, and you play 12 years in the NFL. Let me see how you throw. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, it's, uh, it's all wrist. I'm like, ha, yeah, you know, it, it hurts. It, that, that stuff hurts. And you're an offensive lineman. You weren't a pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, everybody, even Derek Holland was on me. I'm like, hey, Derek, no, don't make me, don't let me come out to wherever you are right now and, and open a can on you, Derek. So, no, he's a great guy. He's a lot of fun, but uh, it's always funny. There's, there's a million critics out there, right? Uh, everybody, everybody that doesn't want to do anything but just wants to criticize the way you do it. So uh, that's fine. I, I, I'll play along. And that's what I do, and that's why I'm, I'm, I'm unafraid as well. I don't let anybody give me any crap or tell me what to say or think. 
You know, that's what, that's what makes America. As long as it's still America and there's still a First Amendment, I'm going to speak my mind, and I'm not going to let any trolls come after me. Harry may do that, but I won't, I won't stand for that crap. <laughs> Now, Mark, we have somebody. Buy. Harry's not doing it either. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, this is Miss Robin. We have Joey Binoco on the Twitch stream. He's saying, "Ask Mark about his lawn. He will light up." <laughs> now, Joey's it? out there, and uh, he's out in Denver, isn't he? Or is he in, he's in Colorado? I yeah. think so. He's so, what is it about your lawn that? I I don't have any hobbies other than landscaping and lawn work. <laughs> and so, uh, as a matter of fact, this is no lie. The Dow's out there putzing around in my yard this morning after I got done with my radio show and some wonderful uh, lady is walking with, I would assume it was her grandkids and she walked by and I took my little headphones out because she was saying something to me. I said, pardon me, I didn't get that. And she goes, you have the most beautiful yard in the neighborhood. And my natural response was like, yeah, I know. But I said to her, I said, I said to her oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. It's my only hobby. So, um, my yard is kicking your yard's ass, and I'm not afraid to let you know about it. As a matter of fact, I will occasionally write notes to my neighbors, and I will put it on their doors, and I write notes from my lawn and saying, hey, I noticed how poorly you're looking over there. Is everything okay? You, you look sick. Can I help you with anything? Sign Mark's lawn. And, uh, and so so I will, you're lawn yeah, shaming. I, lawn shaming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, um, I'm what I would call a really good loser, but I'm a really bad winner. And right now, I am kicking everybody's ass in the neighborhood. So it's not, I mean, it's not even close. Is it the key? It's obviously irrigation, but fertilization. You know, are you a Scots guy? What do you use, Mark? I want to get a free plug in here so the, I, I don't have a yeah, lot I, I, I use uh, I use some uh, natural products I use this natural product called revive I think it's made here in Colorado I also use a little rich lawn um, made here in Colorado as well so I try to stay I try to stay as natural and dog friendly as possible um, no, but what a CBD about, do you sprinkle any CBD <laughs> in, in the lawn no 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 I'm, I'm using that for myself um, and uh, and so I do that. I do that, but I will. I will top dress my lawn, so I'll use the soil and seed mixture, and I'll put it in there. And and it's all about irrigation. You know, I always say this about culture. Culture of an organization is a lot like irrigation. Culture will follow the path of least resistance. So if you get a spot in your lawn that's kind of what I would call hydrophobic, it's not accepting water. You've got to figure out how to get the water um, to absorb into that soil. So. Culture is a lot like that. It follows the path of least resistance. So if you're not working on it on an everyday basis, you become the skins. You know, you have that bad culture, and that will permeate your whole organization, and the next thing you know, you'll be absolute garbage. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. where else are you going to get chili talk, lawn talk, football talk, baseball talk? I mean, everything you can mix into one segment. And Twitter troll bashing exactly. talk. Exactly. Everything yes. in one beautiful package. Mark, always great to talk to you, man. Continued success out there in Fort Collins and Denver, Colorado. Hello. And remember, it's all about the altitude, man. It's all about the altitude. Thank you, Tony, man. <laughs> always great catching up with you guys. Thanks, Thank you, Mark. man. There he is, Mark Slareth. Yep. How good is that stuff, man? Yeah, it's great. That's that lawn, stuff. I'm looking at pictures of this lawn, man. That's it's beautiful. Really, it looks like Coors Field. <laughs> like the outfield of Coors Field, man. Incredible. Listen, I, I was like that when I had lawns. I wanted my lawn to be the best. Yeah. 
He's out there cutting. You think he has some schlep doing his lawn? No, he, I think he does it himself. I bet you he cuts his own grass, too. Yeah. He doesn't have any nice patterns or designs in there, though. I got to get him to do the crisp. It sounds part. like, uh, but uh, my favorite part is that he writes notes to neighbors yeah. from his lawn. Yeah. He's a lawn, lawn shamer. shamer. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> 215 Tony. 215-462-8669. The strapper line, was it active over the weekend? We'll find out. You can call it 24-7, 856-818-4045. It's a recorded line, so leave your message carefully. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Always good to have uh, conversations with former players, smart guys who respect the game 
Respect the world, Harry, and respect her lawns. Feed it. Yeah. Remember uh, that guy? You know, he's, he's feed your lawn. He's feed w- it. One of the best as far as like being an accomplished player. Absolutely. And moving into the broadcast, he has just owned it. I he's mean, a radio, TV. Yeah. He is a natural. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, we have predictions coming in. You know John Morosi. You've heard sure. of him, right? John Morosi's been around baseball a long time, MLB Network. And a lot of people love predictions this time of the year. And now we're starting to see. Wait, i got to bring this up, though. I want to play this, Robin, because, you know, we love predictions. I haven't made any predictions yet. Harry and I have not run down because I'm just seeing this for the first time, so mm-hmm. that's why I didn't have it ready. But uh, the thing with John Morosi is he's flat out saying it. We've only seen a couple of these summertime games with summer camp games. We saw the Phillies going to Washington in that particular case. Bryce Harper Bryce and D.D. Harper. Gregorius hit a couple homers off of Scherzer, right? And then you had Matt, you had uh, Judge up in New York hit a couple of bombs, and now everybody's going crazy about mm-hmm. it. And hopefully he stays uh, he stays healthy. Aaron Judge is a beast if he's healthy. Didn't they play the Mets? Yeah, they smoked the yeah. Mets. They they beat the Mets like redhead stepchild for two days straight. Didn't he hit, hit a homer in his first at bat coming back from the injury? Okay. Last season. L- no, this Last he hit week. two. He hit two in one game last. No, week. He, he no. He didn't. His first at bat was last. No, he no. didn't hit. Not not in the first game. No, he didn't. He hit a home run, uh, two home runs yesterday. Yeah, he hit won two home runs nothing. yesterday against the Mets. And so, if Aaron Judge is healthy, the Yankees who already are good, yeah, and really have had him hurt a lot in his first couple of years, they're they're the team to beat. But we're going to play this tape right now, Robin. You have our uh, Joey. We have this up. John Morosi already making predictions on who will win in the National League. Are you ready for this? Yes. I love to surprise and have a little fun with my predictions. I'm sorry, Robin. I just thought I had it right. I hate to do it to you. Would you like to just send it to me so that I can Just look up John Morosi on Twitter, please. I don't know why this is happening. Can you just mute that? I'm trying to, Robin. Do it from your... You guys have shut me out anymore, so now when I try to do something that's, like, fresh... Do it from your... I didn't shut him out of anything. No, Robin's like, don't play anything on your computer. And so my computer's never on so I can play it on the air. And then I saw the John Morosi thing, and I wanted to switch it up and put a little baseball chatter in here. But no. Why? Why, Robin? Why? It's not Morosi. It's Morosi. M-O-R-I-O-S-I. I spelled it Morosi. There we go. Jesus. This is why, because it takes forever to try to get something to her, and I can do it myself here. Yes. There it is. It's right there. There he is. All right, now let's play. Okay, hold on. It's only a minute. I want to hear what John Morosi has to say, Harry. Shockingly, he picks the Yankees to win in the American League East, which I know no one has made that bold. I love to surprise and have a little fun (laughs) with my predictions, but I can't quite do that with a stunning upset in the American League East, yes, I believe, like many, the Yankees win the division this year. Just look at the performance of the Yankees over the weekend. On Sunday, you had Jordan Montgomery, five scoreless innings, Judge, two home runs, Stanton, one home run. Those are all the encouraging health indicators the Yankees wanted to see. I simply do not see a better team in the division right now than the New York Yankees. I project the Rays to finish second. This is going to be a year where your organizational depth is so crucial, the Rays have proven they have it time and time again. The Jays are getting close. I look for them to be a wild card contender deep into the season, but maybe not quite close enough to finish ahead of the Rays. And then the Red Sox in fourth and the Orioles in fifth. I thought he picked the Phillies in there. 
That's what the headline said. It was just the AL East. Okay, well, yeah, I thought it, it said something like. about the Phillies. But I, I gotta, uh, I gotta call our Mister Yankee fan over here, Couch yeah. Guy, out. That's the Couch Guy. Aaron oh. Judge on Wednesday night of last week, when returning from uh, an injury with a stiff neck, first at bat hit a home run. Yeah, but, but that this... wasn't in an exhibition summer game. That it was wasn't in a like game. A... No, it was, it was, in, no, it was in a simulator. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was in some sort of game. It was an inter-squad game yeah, against his teammates. Game. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't in the summer camp, Harry. Aaron Judge homers in Wednesday's scrimmage. That's what I was Wednesday's, referring to. We were talking exhibitions. So, Dude, so. there's not a he scrimmage. He returned Wednesday, you fraud. <laughs> Bryce Harper's Yankee been hitting home fraud. runs against his own teammates, exactly. too, for the last All week. I'm, I say I'm talking about that. Happened. This is summer Who cares camp? about the damn Mets? <laughs> this is summer camp. These are rivalries. I just saw the stat that the Chicago White Sox had unbelievable ratings over the weekend showing these summer games. Yeah, and the Phillies, the, the Saturday game wasn't even on television. I know. You know it will be on television tonight when the Phillies go up there to get spanked around in the Bronx Oh, they're playing tonight. the Yankees yes, tonight? Yes, sir. In a meaningless game? Yes, sir. I will not are, watch. But these are exhibition games. Yeah, these are not scrimmages playing your own teammates who are lobbing a ball up to you so you hey, can hit it into the upper all deck. All I'm saying is that he hit a home run in his first at bat. Does that count? It's a fact. It's not like None last of this night. Counts. It's not like last night's game where the Phillies were playing the Baltimore Orioles here at, at Citizens Bank yeah. Park, and they played. It was four-one Orioles through nine innings. Through nine, so and the game's they, over. The game wasn't over. What do you mean? The manager said, "Hey, let's start another inning." So what? they start the tenth. Phillies were losing four to one. The, the the Orioles come back up already leading four to one in the top of the tenth inning. Right, and they get another run off a Phillies pitcher out of the bullpen. It's five to one. Bottom of the tenth. Uh, Let's go home, everybody. The f- Goodbye. The Phillies just said, "Now nah, we're because done." Because the actual official scorecard of that game was four to one. So anything after the ninth inning didn't count. Okay. So all these guys going up and hitting home runs and getting base hits in the tenth inning for the Orioles didn't matter. Well, why wouldn't the Phillies want their last at bat? Because I think the Orioles wanted to get more guys in, so they agreed beforehand. Oh, the managers okay. agreed. All right, you know, we want to get guys some innings. Get them some we work. Got, we got a million pitchers in the bullpen. We got to start figuring out. In short order, who are going to you know who's going to be on our roster? So the Phillies bullpen is in midseason yeah, exactly form is right. really the exactly bottom line right. of the story. Exactly, <laughs> there are guys who are pitching in the tenth inning who will be delivering foodstuffs to Walmart <laughs> next week. So you got to get these guys some action. You know what I mean? Huh? Well, the Phillies. Uh, yes, Robin. <laughs> Morosi had a two-parter. So oh, he did. The second part, I believe, mentioned. Oh, here's the NL yeah. East. Let's okay. go to the NL. We have time. We got time. Yeah. Let's get John Morosi back in here. Okay. John, your thoughts on the NL East now, my friend. The National League East is the hardest division in all of baseball to project. We have seen three different teams combined to win the last five division titles. So naturally, my choice to finish first is a team that last made the playoffs in 2011. Yes, the Philadelphia Phillies will win the National League East in Joe Girardi's first season as the manager in Philadelphia. I look for a huge season from Bryce Harper, bit of a new batting stance and approach for Bryce in year two with the Phillies. I look for him to be the MVP of the National League in 2020. I love the lineup depth overall with Philadelphia. You think about where Gregorius and Segura hit Bruce as the DH, McCutcheon for a full season. Love the Phillies. Second place, the New York Mets. I think Marcus Stroman helps to offset the absence of Noah Syndergaard. I believe the Nationals, who finished third, will miss Anthony Rendon. The Braves, same thing without Nick Markakis. And the Marlins, finishing fifth, but showing a lot of improvement there in Miami. 
Wow. How about that? Now, MVP. Course, couch guy oh, he's already. A, he is pissed off. Yeah, listen, when he man. heard Matt second, he just his head just exploded. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a clown. There's no, there's no way that happens. There's absolutely no way. The Twitch stream is referring to him as couch fraud now. Wow. wow. How about that? Not Couchy, like Dr. Fauci, who some people are calling him fraud now. He is Dr. Couchy right now. He is Dr. The Couch Guy. <laughs> Homer for the New York teams. Wow. That's an absolute outrage. How do we even allow him into this uh, building, Harry? Into my building. You're in my building, Al. You know what happened. You come into our house, you should get your behind kick. Exactly right, man. <laughs> <laughs> Much more still ahead. A man who is walking, Harry. He's walking every single day. Mm. And he's looking kind of ragged. Like Getting a his battered, steps in. Like a battered performer that he is. But he's doing something good for a change. <laughs> and that's staying off the radio, first and foremost. Now, we'll bust his chops and we'll tell you what he's up to. The great Howard Eskin's going to join us in the next hour. <laughs> live from somewhere out in Delaware County. So stick around for that. And then some NBA talk later on. Yeah. I didn't want to do it, but I was forced into it against did, my will. Did Rothstein pay you for this segment? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs>